you are now listening to Majoring in Minors podcast. Sounds very obvious. Uh, it is brought to you by Luis Anton, DD, MG, WTF, all the things that make us sound uh, legitimate, and Mohan Elmi, LOL, GG, well played, STD. What? Uh, anyway. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by a can of nothing, tomato juice, toothpaste, and muffins with raisins instead of chocolate chips in them. Ooh. All right. Oh, that sucks. Ugh. I know, right? That is horrible. Okay, so we start the recording. Louis, first thing first, question for our, from our thousands of imaginary listeners. What is majoring in the minors? And how is it not sexual? A friend of mine. Um, So, uh, majoring in the minors is just basically this thing my friend one time hit me with when I was wasting a lot of time playing video games. He kind of asked me if on my deathbed I'd remember putting 40 hours in like a game here and a game there and a game here. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just, uh, he took it from a book, Tuesdays with Maury. I don't know if you read it. Uh, no, I haven't. It's, uh, it's a famous book by uh, Mitch Albion. Uh, Albion. And uh, basically it brings into perspective like the time you kind of waste. Mm-hmm. And we, we, all, we, all, we are all guilty of wasting time. So whether yeah. it's playing video games, whether it's, being emotionally outraged by everything whether it's uh, doing the wrong exercises in the gym i mean whether it's screwing up your relationships by focusing on the wrong things it's it's like we're all guilty of this crap and that's basically what majoring in the minors in is it's just basically you're wasting time doing the on the stupid little things and you're forgetting the big compound things the things that actually uh, build your foundation like you're, you're you're trying to like build a bigger body by doing bicep curls instead of like doing compounds like the deadlift which you mm-hmm. see it every day in the gym so yes they are working hard on the bicep curl but yeah like what what's it going to do for you yeah is it you know if you don't have the foundation the yeah now if you have already you're deadlifting and whatever and then you want to add a bicep curl it's not going to hurt like whatever but the focus should be on the majors, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, in the gym, whether it's at work. Like even at work, you have people who are inefficient. They focus on shit that doesn't matter, that doesn't really help their growth. It just looks like they're working, but they're not growing. Everyone knows it. They stay for hours, but there's no, like some other guy can work for one hour and do more because he's yeah. focused on the majors. So this is just the thing that I don't know came up into mind when we were mm-hmm. deciding the title of our podcast. And the second point, Mohan, no, it, 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 I hope it's not taken as sexual for various legal yeah. and uh, reasons. Yeah, no minors were hurt in the making of this podcast. They exactly. We, we are completely not ignored. into that. Exactly. Yes, we are not <laughs> into that. Our fake audience, we do. We, we yeah, are not. We, we, we don't like that. That's but good. Mahan, I have a question. What's up with that beard? 
Uh, it's my quarantine beard, you know? But you're not in quarantine. Yeah, but I can pretend that I am. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, no, I mean, it started in quarantine and then it just kind of grew. Uh, and now I'm just, I'm just taking it to the next level. Um, funny enough, I was talking to my colleagues and friends yesterday and I was saying like, they were like, what, what are your goals? And I was like, I want to be a brown Viking. All right. So I want to do like take the beer to the Viking levels. And I was like, I'm a brown Viking, a Viking. And then one of them was like, aren't they, aren't those called terrorists? <laughs> I was like, ah, well, it depends on your, uh, outlook on what <laughs> Vikings did or do. But I guess yeah. But uh, uh, do you use uh, do you use oil to, yeah, to prevent yeah. the, the beard druff? Dru yeah, beard, I do. Uh, like dandruff. I, I have beard shampoo, beard oil, and uh, uh, conditioner as well. It's all taken care that, of. Very that's cool. good, man. That's good. Like, um, I want to grow a beard too, but it always itches. Yeah, you have to like with beard. You have to uh, keep putting moisturizer and stuff on it. Um, but Going back to our focus, because like the thing we want to focus on. We're in the minors. Yeah, we're majoring we in the minors. Us. We we just played ourselves. Were you fool? You just played yourself. <laughs> that was an example for that. Yeah, that's an example. So actually, we were trying to show you an example of majoring in the minors. This was all planned. Exactly. We didn't sidetrack. We all, all do. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I I, I kind of like that because we when we talked about it as well, like we were saying, because obviously with our background, like and. Our talks normally tend to be training related and gym related. And um, one of the things that like I just see all the time is people haven't even built the basics. They don't even like they haven't. Uh, I like um, Jordan Peters. He says trained by JP. Uh, he's like people don't even have enough mass and they're already thinking about the underboot. Like just build your chest first and then go to those isolations that you get like, you know, the, the, the middle chest. Like people haven't, don't even have a chest and they're trying to like do all those like specific type of training. Just like build a big frame first or like, or well, in, that's for people who want to get bigger but or like, you know, build muscle. But in general, just lay down the foundation. People just try to jump it. Even in business, like PTs, this is, this is as a personal trainer, this grinds my gears. PTs haven't even started like training people. They haven't even had enough experience training 50, 100 or like thousands of people. And they immediately want to become online and just like, you know, train people online. Earn your badges. Like you, you, you haven't trained people like face to face. You don't know how to deal with like, you know, you, you don't have enough experience. And especially as a PT, as like someone who's like, you know, trying to get people to achieve their goals and try to educate them on a, uh, on a in a certain level as well people haven't earned their right to move forward and they've already like they haven't taken step one and they already want to be at step five six seven oh. and then going back to that what would you do for a, a beginner so like you, you spoke about how people just jump in and they want to train their underboob let's say what mm -hmm. program would you start them on like a five by five or a, like a what what do you uh, think is a good? It, the thing is, at the moment, especially, I've um, I've been influenced a lot by Jordan Shallow, the muscle dog, PSL one course, amazing. Well, again, I don't know our imaginary listeners; they can go and uh, sign up for that. Um, and uh, one thing that I'm learning is like 
um, is this idea of behind, uh, I would break it down into internal stability and external stability, all right? Like a lot of people, uh, depends on like, if, it, if it's a total beginner, first I would do a couple of assessments with them to see how like, because even beginners, they have experience like, you know, in life. If this is a beginner but comes from a sports background, it'll be a totally different from a beginner mm. who just comes from a, like a desk job. A desk job person who's never trained anything before, I might just spend a couple of months with them fixing all the problems that just sitting down and a sedentary life causes Their for them. So, yeah, like, you know, just their ability to do stuff first. But mm. that person, mom, I might not necessarily go into like any type of training regime. Like first, I just want them to be able to move properly um before getting them like uh, on anything but if someone has like the background behind it my personal philosophy now is uh first just get people strong because just as a beginner like if they're getting strong if they're training like if they're going strength training first other parts come with it and once like when you build that strength then you can like and you get the fundamentals like you know again because strength will be like compound movements like deadlift squats Maybe bench, I'm not a big fan of bench anyways, but like these things will, well, if we fix all the other problems and we know how they can move and how they can stabilize and how they can like, you know, create that internal stability. Um, there might be steps with it that uses machine and external stability. But once they have that, then I can branch this off into, okay, you have enough strength and you have enough discipline to now go into other parts. And like you, you can then like, depending on your training, what, um, applies to them especially because like if they're dedicated a beginner can always go with more um volume, volume. right they can that's that's the best thing for them because they their body can, can recover from it faster that well depends again on their age and everything else but normally skill acquisition will be like so you want them to learn so you i would take them on a higher volume and uh, uh when we say beginners like they're lifting lifespan is very short so they, they can like mm. make a lot of adaptation very soon so you just like kind of do overload them a little bit um so i would start from there so not a, not anything specific uh with strength maybe start with like just as i said first get the movement right once they have that one side once they can freaking balance on one leg then i'm gonna get the bar in their hands and like make them do squats and deadlift um and then yeah build strength from there and then from once we build the strength we find what works for them and go from and then anyway strength training helps you lift more volume at a higher uh, weight anyway. yeah, yeah. Uh, like so. just learning how to move around with a, a with a bar in your hands like uh, yeah, actual skill yeah. yeah yeah obviously like there are things that are better like there are so many arguments about like some like i honestly believe there are better exercises to build leg mass than squats i yeah. don't like squats is the best exercise for it but yeah uh, it, it is a staple and it, it has its values as well so again it, it just becomes like that's what i think personal trainer it's very personal it depends from person to mm. person as well so you just have to find what works also with the, depends on their goal because if aesthetics is the goal it's a different kind of modality yeah you know? yeah yeah, but even because if it's, uh, for me, if it's aesthetic, I'm still going to enter them through the door of strength first and then push them through through aesthetic. Yeah, but it's the, the length of strength. Like yeah. The, yeah, it'll be shorter. Because, it'll, it'll because be a Calvin Klein model 
has to train different muscles anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Way. Like they, they can't have the big traps and the yeah. the big back like big. Like a disclaimer is if you want to see how natural human humans look when they're strong, like the actual <laughs> physique would be look at strong men. Because like bodybuilders, yeah. they don't look. It's not a natural look. We're not meant to have big shoulders and small waist. Yeah, um, it's not. Uh... It was it's not very uh, pleasing genetically. Look, yeah, it's not very. It's very pleasing to look at. It's very amazing. Like especially people at the top of the industry, they look. They could look amazing, but it's not natural human physique. Yeah, we That'll weren't designed to have a small waist. We were designed to look like a fucking break on someone. Yeah, to break an elephant. But uh, but then back then people weren't that big anyway. I mean, very few people actually looked yeah. that big because they didn't have the diet, they didn't have the, the, the but training. I actually want to look into this. Like, listen, so we have so much knowledge and we have so much training, and we have, you know, like everything, all of this. But, you know, my thing is I want to actually look into the... Uh, the I did. I looked into Spartans. So apparently they weren't as big as in the movie. Like, yeah, obviously, in the movie, they look bigger. But you know what? The statues, like, you know, all these like yeah. statues of old, uh, how did they sculpt those? If people weren't that big, where did they get the inspiration from to make those? Statues? That's the thing. Like, but then they also had tiny wee-wees, right? So maybe... Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but still, but like, that... Even if like even people didn't look like that, where did that inspiration of putting no, all those I'm muscles? Sure. No, there were people who were buff, but they were not uh, like it wasn't like every soldier was buff. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. one guy. So he's the ideal. He's the like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's buff. What, what kind of diet was he in? Do you think he was doing keto or high carbs? I think Spartan. Well. I know a lot, back then they had a lot of uh, high fat. Uh, they had yeah. a lot of bone marrow. And they actually used to have charred wood soup mm-hmm. there you for go. calcium. So yeah. it was different though because their, their training was endurance mostly. Yeah, like but carrying that's shit the thing. and like walking and then carrying yeah, shit. Milo of Krita. Krita? Milo of. I made a post about Milo and I already forgot. His name. That's that's good. That's really good. Uh, my love, some place. My love, uh, New York. For all I care, he he he's the uh, he's a. I think he was a wrestler who used to carry uh, a baby calf, and then eventually grew. And then so he's that's he's the symbol of progressive overload. When they talk about progressive uh, overload, like he's the first. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's the first documented person in history to have like used the principle of progressive overload. So, because okay. the calf would grow into a cow, yeah. Yeah. Which, which is a nifty, cow. it's a nifty idea, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, we just need I mean, to carry cows it, around, you know. Who needs like awkward. machine? Wait. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, ideally, if you could do it all outside the gym, it'd be great. It's just, it'd yeah, be awkward but... to walk around with a cow. True enough, true. But no, to be honest, like I think gyms, like, like yeah, we we use this because, especially quarantine, we always tell people, 
if people could go actually get the results they want with like without the gym at home there would be no reason for gyms at all like you could get away with home exercise but you can't because gyms actually allow you to do certain things that you wouldn't be able to do at home yeah of course, of course. Machines this whole allow. home exercise fad it's a it's a fad. It's, it's a, just a ploy to get more money out of people. Like, like a lot of, like it a lot can of work if, if it can work like in the short run, but like if you want to build mass, it's gonna be very hard. You'd have to like do like a thousand push-ups and yeah. an isometric that. hold on each push-up and then like, on each yeah. And, but like then again, that, like yeah. what depends on like how you spread like spread it out as well. Your liver might not like it as well. Like exactly. So then it's also that like, are you gonna do five short workouts a day? Or are you gonna like? Mm. It's, it's it's not really gonna work out. Yeah. I mean, nice. if sure, if you want to build glutes, screw glutes. Don't get me started on glutes. This industry needs like this industry's obsession with glutes is driving me crazy. Like um, again. No one's going to listen to this, but shout out to Jordan Shallow. He talks about um, action versus function of muscles. And all, like that just hits home for me. Like a muscle action is not what its function in the human body is. Like a muscle action that you can do like glutes, abduction, external rotation, hip extension. You don't see anyone walking like that. All right. Like it, it, that you could, and glute med, sorry, glutes, Glute max is like the biggest muscle in the body anyway. So with just enough extension through small things, you're hitting it. Uh, but function of the glutes, which like a lot of people uh, kind of not think about or ignore, is to laterally stabilize the hips. That's why we have so many fucking, sorry, pardon my language, so many messed up knees and ankles and every time like people are just looking at the knee and an ankle and like i don't know what happened to me. like my knee hurts well look upstream look closer to the spine see what's happening at the hip and why is, is it affecting below it like you know downstream why is it throwing crap at the knees and ankles so yeah like glutes is just one of my um those trigger areas <laughs> you just saw what happened you said glutes i, I, I just I, lost I just it saw. yeah I guess a lot of people come to you and ask you to build the big glutes by doing 500 bridges. Oh, yeah, but those bands, oh my God, the freaking bands. I mean, don't get me wrong, I used to do bands as well, but then there always was like, yes, you can feel your glutes, but there is a difference between feeling a muscle and actually using a muscle. And I, can, I still same do banded abs. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Same with that. I do like glute stuff with my clients if their goals are aesthetics, but I like I try to hammer this in that that like you need the function of the glute beside it as well. You need stability in that freaking hip as well. Like as much as I can hammer it in, I will try to get them there. And then like yeah, aesthetics, sure, let's go for it. Let's do so like basically it's it's building the house foundation. Yeah. And once you have the nice little house, you can then build all the little pretty extra freaking stuff. Turn into a Burj Khalifa. Just build whatever you want on top exactly. of it and go up. But, but first, so 80-20, 80% yeah. should be the function, should be health, and then yeah. 20% is just the whatever. Yeah, you want that bicep curl, right. go for that bicep curl. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you need something that makes you feel good as well. Like, it's just, it yeah, just can't be, yeah. So it's not always, like as you said, uh, people major in the minors, they put all of their eggs in one basket and just focus on that bicep curl. 
it can make you feel good, but obviously, like first fix everything else, but have freedom of doing other things. The attitude is amazing. Yeah, I like that. That is absolutely true. If you deadlift, then yeah, fuck it. Then do your barbell shrug. Okay, shrugs. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Why not? You deadlifted. Shrugs. Well, a lot of powerlifters mm. do shrugs. They do. I'm. Yeah. Well, West Side, well, not well, West Side, West side. yeah, West Side people, well, I guess they would. Yeah, but... I haven't seen a lot, of, like, recently, I don't see it in, um, maybe, uh, unless it's old school, but I, I haven't personally seen it in a lot of, like, different, like, powerlifters or programs that I personally know of and follow some. Uh, not that I'm a powerlifter, I mean, it's, like, getting stronger. I know, I know West Side does it, but West Side does a lot of uh, weird weird stuff hmm. they also have that reverse hyper exercise which is really cool yeah yeah i but, like reverse hypers but, I, I actually i'm in two minds about it but well i mean what side's interesting though i do like the whole uh they do a lot of high rep extremely low exercises to like mm -hmm. fix up the ligaments and shit i don't know how effective that is it seems to work. Mm. I, if you like that, I one person that I really like as well, um, and that will bring me to another conversation is uh, Matt Winning. He does a lot of uh, single joint, single joint, especially like you know uh, with triceps and stuff, high repetition, really low intensity. Uh, but that's actually one thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, there are so many different ways out there. And it's all about recovery. Yeah, you just can't recover from. But also, like, well, even between you and I, like, we've been friends for sadly, like, almost ten years now. God damn. I know. Right, but um, even between you and I, like, we, we like we gravitate towards different type of training. So there are different types of training for everyone, and then it can work for everyone. It's just that people have to be conscientious enough to understand, like, okay, there are different types and different methodologies and they all are at the same time they're all right and wrong some basics are always right pretty much um, mm. but it just depends on like what you can adhere to and what can help you mm. but also always having that open mind always trying to learn more and not always sticking to to the same things like no matter how much results you get out of something you could still change exactly and that's another topic i wanted to bring up and yeah. this doesn't just fall into gym this falls into life and this is the problem with this culture we have nowadays. Yeah. And it's a good thing that this, this, no one's going to see this. But I'm tired <laughs> of this outrage culture we have where you can't even say an idea. and ha Like, you can't even have an opposing idea nowadays without people getting all outraged and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, like the beauty of the West, at least at the time back then, was the plurality of ideas that we have. Like, you can have someone who believes in the left, someone who believes in the right, and it's cool. You can have someone who believes in uh, West Side versus someone who fully says, you know, fuck it, a five by five is the best. That's cool. It's all opinions. Yeah. The whole beauty of life is to take ideas and give ideas. And the yeah, exactly. other problem we have is this cognitive dissonance. This, this like, you know, we have an idea and we, 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 we see the cracks, but then we fill them with our, like, are like mental fucking gymnastics so that we stay mm -hmm. with the idea instead of like, yeah. you know, like saying, you know what, 
maybe, just maybe that other idea might have merit. Yeah. We don't Absolutely. know. You know, I've been following it for like 200 years, so fuck it, I'm just going to keep following it. Yeah. And that's what I fucking hate about this world. <laughs> okay, relax. We're not full of hatred, we're full of love. No, no. Um, this is a, a love hate. Love. Love hate. Really. Love no, no, I, I absolutely get you. Like, um, I don't know if you remember, like, uh, oh, you probably do. Uh, maybe it was a year ago, maybe it was less. But this study came out that um, a guy did, I forgot his name. Damn it, I'm bad with names. Like, I, I just, anyway, okay. this, this, this research, this, this scientist came uh, and he said, we've done, like, you know, our research shows that squats are actually better for your glute develop, development and strength than hip thrusts, all right? And I swear, literally, I saw this, like, because I'm obviously in the fitness industry. I saw this rift. Like, people just went, like, two sides. Either you were with hip thrusts or you were with glutes. And they started hating each other. And for me, it just literally was like, wow, this is literally modern-day religion. Like back in the days we had the crusades and now we have hip thrust versus squats. People were like just going at each other. Like just one or the other had to be right. And I was just like, guys, chill. Which one do you like more? Which one do you get more results from? Do that. There is no right or wrong here. Like, well. I mean, there is a right and wrong. There, there is a wrong, yeah. I mean, the researcher is under scrutiny right now because they were saying that he fixes numbers. But putting that aside, so the variation of the squat would matter. Yeah, like right? I think it was like a back squat or something. Um, anyway, like his numbers are very interesting to look at. Anyways, that's another topic that we can get into. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, some people still get their glutes out of squats. Like they're squatting and they feel like, first of all, fuck glutes. Like stop thinking about growing glutes. I said that. Think about functionality. <laughs> outside of that, I, it was just it was just like real world. I was like, okay, so people like one idea, and they're just gonna pick everything that supports that idea, and they're just gonna discard anything else. And this is to, for me, this was religion, because like, as someone who's been like, you know, comes from a Muslim country and has moved to um, like the West, I just see this divide of like, you know, especially like if you look into history. But we're not gonna get religious. I want to yeah, keep these talks more. Um, fitness related which brings me to the same thing like diets because like people just this like again i love dr lane bio lane in, uh, is from again no one's going to follow this but go and listen to him he does say this that uh, people find uh, for example keto works for them all right then they start just looking at things that su support keto as a better diet and they're like okay keto is a better diet you should follow it these are my findings no, you just happen to adhere better to keto. Someone else might adhere better to like, you know, high carb. I personally, I thrive on rice. I can have so much carbs, like it just literally pumps out of my ears and it's not, not a problem for me. But high fat, it just like doesn't go well with me, especially I have gallstones and like my, um, it irritates me. So for that, if I say like, oh, then like it's high carbs and like you should keep your fat low and like not everything else is wrong. That's stupid. But I see that, People do this a lot. Like they just pick something that worked for them and they start following everything. And they start like, just as you said, ignoring everything else that like it's kind of against them. We just fill those inconsistencies with these like pseudoscience in their heads. And they're like, yes, all hail the keto gods. This is one, the one and true diet for everyone. And you should all follow it. 
I don't want to get, I don't understand this idea of people have to be right for others. Like, yes, if it works for you, just do it. Why are you trying to force others to follow it? Well, that's the problem with people, man. That's it's the same with Xbox and uh, PlayStation. It's the same. Yeah, but listen, no, no, no. PlayStation is with Duncan. It's it's like Justin Bieber versus real music. You know, we always had these yeah, arguments. Like, we all love Justin, it's, so yeah. Exactly, baby. But like the the problem with people is we have a tendency to a be right to make sure our ideas are validated and b mm-hmm. to fit into a clique. Like yeah. there needs to be groups. It's never, it's always group think. And this is the other problem, whether it's the squats, whether it's a deadlifting, whether powerlifting versus CrossFit, whether, and then everyone, like if you're a CrossFitter, you're just going to research CrossFit. What makes CrossFit awesome? You're yeah, never exactly. going to read, you know, why is CrossFit bad? Why is powerlifting good? Why is blah, blah, blah. Same thing with anything, whether it's your diet, whether it's work, whether it's uh, like uh, when bitcoin came out there was a lot of crap on it like uh, when, uh, in general when when it comes to cigarettes when it comes to arguments with your parents like even your parents sometimes they they have the same cognitive bias and then you get into a five-hour argument for no reason mm-hmm. because they have a you know they, they're traditional so they have mm-hmm. a belief yeah the same with your girlfriend same with anyone like this is well, why there's what? so much friction in the world that is true but there's also fun like one funny thing is even in this group like you know like we do say everyone kind like everything can be right everything can be wrong but there are obviously some things that are absolutely wrong like you know some things you just can't like it is wrong in in its nature right but then like people who follow this mind process of everything can be right or everything can be wrong also put themselves in a group that they say oh everything can be right and can be wrong so they close themselves off to the idea of no some things are actually completely wrong as well you can't just like because uh, no, i see those That's... people also that they're still doing the same they're making the same mistake they're also still... the black and white the, the, the yeah, black and just... white uh, crowd yeah that's also a problem because right? obviously nazism is 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 wrong there we go we said it we, we tried not to cover, get there what we did because I've been playing Wolfenstein, that's why. There we go. Uh, no, but it's, For it's people actually who don't know Wolfenstein is a shooter game. Uh, very where good. you kill Nazis. Yeah, pretty much. And, and uh, no, but it's actually a hot topic in America now because you have these white supremacists. Mm-hmm. And then you have this argument that, well, it's an opinion, so you should let them have that opinion. But then it's wrong. <laughs> it's but wrong, then. Yeah we've built a society where you're supposed to have a plurality of opinions, but then Mm. it's a wrong opinion. It's very, so you're kind of contradicting yourself, but then you're also like, it's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) But but people use that loophole instead of like talking about the actual topic. Yeah. They major in the minors. So they're focused more on the fact that you're contradicting the system in place as opposed to saying, well, this is wrong and you should you should like it's not cool to be racist but yeah exactly we're trying like not to get there but guys it's not cool to be racist like and there is there is a problem so like yeah i mean i i I do think yeah i do think some of it is overblown yeah and that's a whole other convo but then at the same time there are actual racists yeah we're not going to get too political here not political, Mahan. It's in the same as in the gym. 
No, no, I mean, we, we could get, that's what I'm saying, like, especially stuff talking about America, like, normally that has this big, kind of sort of a black hole that always pulls conversation towards certain topics, like, it's just like, a, like a ground. Oh, yeah. But yeah, in the gym, like, um, people swear by bench press. It's not good for you. Get off the fucking bench press and do something else. No, 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 wait, no. Not that, the best not exercise. <laughs> It no. is not the best for chest development. Yeah, exactly. It's not the but it will be, build, it's still good. But it's, it's one of good. the best indicators for upper body strength. It is. But maybe they should test the what could pull be up. a good indicator. Maybe even now pull-ups are like still again people. No, pull-ups are yeah, pull-ups pull would be good. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, 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 bench, as I've had, like, this is sort of fresh in my head as well. I've had this conversation with a couple of people where, I, like, you know what? You could feel your chest in it and it could help. I'm not saying no, but if I could draw, a, like, a graph of what exercises work for chest, it wouldn't be at the top. There are so much, so many better exercises with better range of, ranges of movement than can, yeah, I'm like, talking literally. strength uh, yeah. from a, from a muscle activation. Yeah, there's a hundred exercises that are better. Yeah, or maybe like from stimulate, a purely stimulate stimulate the muscle. Yeah, because EMG tests have shown other ones are mm -hmm. better. But like for instance, the dumbbell press is better. Oh yeah, the dumbbell range bench of, is better. Better but, better range of motion. Yeah, but a bench like. It's a good test of just your raw power. Yeah, I'm just salty because I'm I'm really weak at bench. That's why I just don't Same. like it. By the way, I'm 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 like my bench is my weakest. Like I'm, yeah. not, I'm not. I'm just salty. I mean, I'm I'm probably majoring in the minors with the bench. I'm not training the chest. I'm training the, yeah. the tricep. So maybe I'm. Yeah. So this actually this is a good thing. Like for me, instead of like yeah, obviously I know I'm weak at bench, but I'm already like picking up the small picking on the small things. Yeah, it's not the best exercise for your pecs, you know, focusing on those yeah. small things, right? And okay, it, 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 true, but what, what does it have to do with me? Do like just do your work and shut up. Exactly. If you're gonna power lift, then it's one of the, well, power lifting. Yeah, you, you get judged on so, it. That is true. That is true. So you can't really, you can't really go out of that. But then, but then, what's your take on gear? Julius, uh, sorry, I was still thinking about bench and Julius Maddox. Yeah, we're, we're talking thinking. about bench still, so uh, yeah, it's more um, on the gear side. And the gear. gear training, uh, do you think that gear, uh, that most people train geared? I think most impatient people get on gear. Like, and again, it's especially, I think, uh, as much as I love the social media, I think it started uh, this demand for people to always look a certain way and it's actually pushed the use of gear even further because like people just get judged by their looks more often than not. When I say gear, I mean uh, bench shirts and squats. Oh, sorry, shirts. sorry. I, not, not, not drugs. Not yeah, drugs. so I thought you were talking about um, those stuff. Cause, Steroids. Yeah, because here we, like, we, we call it gear. Like, he's on gear. Oh, okay, no. That's um, like in America, like gears. So, right. Like equipment. I mean, I mean. The, so like the no, slingshot, the, like um, yeah, yeah, things like that, slingshot and stuff like that. Um, because the thing is, like, I don't, I've never used a slingshot myself. Um, Same. 
but if you put like those equipments, uh, I do, even though I don't necessarily need it, but I do use wrist, uh, wrist wraps when I'm benching. Yeah, because it stabilizes. So. Yeah, like it, it don't, doesn't put too much pressure on the wrist. And I might wear a, because I do, even though I'm not a power lifter, I'm going to put that out there. I am not strong enough to even be a power lifter or consider myself Same. a power lifter. Same. But I do bench with a, I do arched bench, which I've learned from Australian strength coach, Sebastian Orip. And that, that's if I follow my plans. I, I follow his plans, make my plans. Um, so he does an arch bench and I do it his style of benching. And sometimes um, I do benefit from wearing a belt. So if you think of these things as gear and equipment, they have their use if there is a purpose behind it. Because a lot of time I see people use equipment wrong or when they don't need it because they've just seen someone use it. So they think, oh, this person's super strong and he's using this. So if I use this, I'll follow the foot same footsteps. Like they need to know, get the understanding of why that person is using it. Like I see, um, again, with bench, not as much, but that's why I like gear with bench, maybe not as much. But I see a lot of people who are like uh, putting knee wraps on and then they're just doing like leg extensions. I've, yeah, that is the weirdest thing I've seen is like people put knee wraps on leg extensions or like uh, even like maybe heavy, heavy, really heavy hack squats and stuff, maybe. But a really tight knee wrap, it just works as a second quadricep. Like it's literally helping you extend the knee and stand up straight. So when people like very experienced lifters put a knee wrap on, it could help them with their squat. It could add 30 to 50 kilos, like maybe, like just randomly throwing a number. It does give them a, like a big number. But these are experienced people who know how to like, you know, work with the equipment. But if you and me just like literally put uh, knee wraps now I don't expect us to push that heavy like it won't change us that much but like because if I see someone like I see Dan Bell break world record of like in powerlifting and squat like uh, 400 something and I'd be like oh because he's strong and he has knee wraps I'm going to wear knee wraps and I'm going to get like, no, better squats yeah. it won't happen so in that sense like you just have to know what's the purpose and why you're using it and is there a need for it um, and another thing is I don't use equipment that neglects what you have to do yourself. Like I don't like people mm. just, um, I want it as like something that helps you, but I don't like it as something that um, takes away the need for you to do something like uh, belts. Lifting belts are good. Like if you, it teaches you, if you were, you have to wear it loose and you have to push against it to create intra-abdominal pressure. It helps you, like, it's just like I always say, try to punch the air and try to punch the pad. You hit the pad harder because you have something against you that you can hit. You can exert force on. You feel it, obviously, uh, push back. Same thing with the belt. Like if I tell you to like kind of expand your stomach and create an intra-abdominal pressure, you could feel it. But if there's some barrier that you're pushing into, it'll be better. So you can create a better um, intra-abdominal pressure. But then I see people like they don't understand this and they get the belt and they go as tight as they can. Because like, you know, bodybuilders do it. And like, you know, Ronnie Coleman had this like very small waist and he had this his belt all the way to the end. And then like, oh, that, that how, that's how it should be used without even understanding what they're using it for. And the problem so, with Ronnie Coleman was he was a power lifter. So he already knew how to do shit. Yeah. And then he went. People, to, so yeah, like. Like, yeah. 
with everything okay. people don't know that they don't look at the person's experience like I always think if i want to learn something i'm not just going to look at the person's right now i want to see how it's far they've past. been doing this yeah exactly. like, like right like now ronnie if he's ben, doing it yeah like ronnie deadlifted 800 pounds but people think oh you know he deadlifted 800 pounds because yeah. of the belt or because of the whatever but no yeah he, he put years of training into it yeah to, yeah or yeah, like you know. you know when you get these huge very like very like again damn bell comes to mind or sebastian Orgo and stuff like or even um after beyonce because these are people like obviously close to my heart uh when they're squatting and their hands are really wide up that's because they don't have enough external rotation mobility. in their shoulder like they literally don't have enough mobility in their shoulder to gain to hold the bar here so they have to put their hands there and then i see like a guy my size squatting with his hands on the bar and he thinks it's cool or like he thinks this is how it should be done and i'm like why are you doing it and he's like oh i've seen this this person or that person does it and my first thing is are you that person no you're not so get your goddamn hands in so again another way of focusing on the minors is people don't look at the major things that person done they don't look at all the years and all the like you know, experiences all the fights they've had with like the weights and like you know everything they've Injuries. earned yeah and they just pick that small thing oh the, the, the hand positioning should be the thing like the, the knee wraps is the is the secret to their heavy squats not the 10 years of experience yeah exactly so, yeah. and that's the yeah. problem they don't they don't get coached on the like they don't take the experience of the people they just look at the now yeah they don't sit uh, down and watch cool. a video of that person coaching like the squat or the bench mm -hmm. or the 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 movements they just go oh because jm blakely did this move called the blakely press jm press and these people can't even do a normal tricep extension but they want to do a jm <laughs> press yeah. which Maybe. which could kill you if you do it wrong and they're just doing it because they're like oh this guy had big triceps and he benched yeah. whatever 800 pounds so he must you know he they knows. don't know what this guy went through i mean he, he was already big when he, he created this move like mm -hmm. you know but people or like when this guy like uh, again jm blakely he had a, a secret diet to bulking and it's a disgusting diet but it, it fit the goal but he said you only do it for a month or two then you stop some people yeah. just do it the dirty bulk yeah, like adding yeah. olive oh. oil to pizza. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, bulk. it's like, yeah, the dirty bulk had a, a, a use back then. Like if you're a power lifter, because yeah. the bigger We're you so are. We're so far the, away from it though. Exactly. Like these people don't even know how to squat. They don't, they just, they just empty yeah, the gym. Yeah. Like, you know? It, they already want to step under it. They're like, oh, I haven't done this, but I'm going to put oil on my pizza. Because exactly I, I can understand for hard gainers you know maybe maybe it's a bit different because i mean i'm not a hard gainer but like mm -hmm. a hard gainer who who like like they, they need to eat like a truckload fine maybe maybe, maybe. that mentality yeah. works in the beginning but for everyone else you're not a hard gainer just because you didn't gain weight you know you have to see yeah. how many calories you consumed and then it's the same i always ask people like what did you have for breakfast? And they go, I don't have breakfast. And then I go, well, and then and they're like, yeah, I'm a hard gainer. I don't, I don't like eating breakfast. Like, no. And I, I, and for my lunch, I just have like the 
I let the sunlight touch my skin and I lick the leaves off the tree and oh yeah I'm such a hard gainer and I'm like well that's why you're not gaining weight like it's not it's it's not rocket science and then they're like but bro the other day I had 4,000 calories I'm like yeah but that's one day of the week it's one day and it's like yeah in the grand scheme of things just put your head down work on it yeah exactly all right but that I think because we've we've talked long enough yeah, um, I think we did. Longer than I had anticipated. Yeah, we have lots of things to complain about. So I think we but can think, bring it to an end. 